Well, Pat, thank you very much for doing this, and welcome to my show. Um, thank you. You are of Sabaton, a fantastic metal band out of Sweden, um, and it's great to have you on this show. And uh, yeah, I mean, today we're here to talk about your uh, new album release. Uh, which, yep. which is out on Friday, The War to End All Wars, um, which is a fantastic album, I must say. I've, Thank you. I've had the privilege, to hear. thanks to your colleague just there, um, <laughs> sent me a link to it, and uh, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. So um, yeah, it's awesome. And um, yeah, that's what we're here to talk about, and some other bits as well. Um, but yeah, let's let's start with the album. Obviously, you said just before we hit record, you're very much looking forward to um, this release. And uh, yeah, could you tell us a little bit about it? Because there's some fantastic tracks that have already been been released uh we just we had um uh, unkillable killer uh christmas truce and soldier of heaven i think are out now yeah yeah those um, three songs yeah um and uh yeah i mean we we made another album about world war one yeah uh, to follow up the latest album called the uh, great war uh, actually, uh, we didn't plan to make an album about this at all. We were just planning to make one or two songs uh, that we kind of uh, couldn't fit in on the album. Uh, so when we were doing The Great War, uh, we knew that we wanted to do at least one song called The Christmas Truce. Yeah. We were aiming, we were trying, but we couldn't find the right mood, the right song, the right music for it. Uh, so we made The Great War without it. And then we said, okay, let's do Christmas Truce at a later point. Then we started to try to write that song and we wrote that song. And then uh, came the pandemic and uh, we were like, okay, so what do we do now? Let's go and record the Christmas Truce and at least we move on. And as we realized that time is passing by, we're like, we're going to do another album uh, because, I mean, we, we can't just sit here and be unproductive for, for uh, you know, who knows how long. Yeah. So we, we started to make more music and started to uh, prepare for the recording of uh, a new album. And we started to discuss different topics and stuff. And we already had the Christmas truce. And we're like, we have that one. And we also have the, the we know that we really wanted to make the song called Hellfighters. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was two topics already there. And we're like, uh, maybe we, we take a couple of more because we have enough stories about World War I. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we take a couple of more and we make the whole album about it. And uh, we started and uh, went down that path and uh, out came uh, the War to End All Wars. An uh, entire follow-up to The Great War and uh, another uh, concept album about World War One. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, some great tracks on there, um, ones that people haven't heard yet. Um, uh, Race to the Sea uh, was one of my favorites on there mm. uh and uh valley of death as well uh which is another fantastic cool. track um but no this album it's it, it it's it's been on play it's been playing with me for a couple of days now <laughs> and it's been on constant rotation so uh, i'm sure Happy to hear. the fans of sabaton are gonna absolutely love it um it is it is truly um well it's truly a sabaton album and, and taking obviously world war one again is that something that uh, a topic that's sort of close to your family or is it just something like a moment in history that really um really kind of um what's the word i guess encap- encapsulates you or you know entices you i think is probably the word Let's say it like this. I mean, uh, World War One uh, has never gotten nearly the same attention as World War Two. That's true. Uh, yeah. And uh, but when we came up to the hundred years anniversary, sort of of uh, World War One, uh, 
that's when we started to discuss okay maybe we, we should do a concept album about this and i think as we started to dig deeper into this uh, uh conflict we we kind of found out like there is so much here that we didn't know about that uh, and, and the deeper we dig the more stories came out and the more stories we wanted to retell and I, I think it was just natural for us, and of course, to cover the the entire First World War in uh, in one album, it was not doable. No, no. <laughs> uh, so now now we have two albums about it. I mean, we, we touched the subject uh, a couple of times before as well. Mm. We got songs like "The Lost Battalion," "Clips of Gallipoli." We have uh, uh, "Angels Calling," uh, which we did a re uh, re recording of together with the Finnish band Apocalyptica, mm. uh, and. Uh, we have uh, done a couple of uh, songs about this in the past, but now we did another concept album. And I think that the first World War uh, is overshadowed by by second one, but very very important for for the history. Yes, yeah, yeah, especially and, especially, and very dark. I mean, yeah. when uh, it's so brutal and dark. Of course, all wars are horrible and 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 dark, but first World War was so mechanical and so brutal mm. on a on a never seen scale before i mean modern weapons were introduced causing mass uh, mass casualties in short time and the 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 extreme uh, you know like waste of uh, massive amounts of human lives in in the trench warfares and stuff it's a visually it's a such a brutal and dark time mm. i think that's what inspired us to stay in it yeah and you're right it doesn't get as much um it doesn't get talked about as much as the second world war like i like my kids at the moment they're obviously they're doing history in school and things like that and, and i remember going back in there but it's always kind of been world war Two, and, and it was always very the first one <clears throat> like you said was very dark and i think that's probably why they didn't touch on it so much because it was that kind of like moment in history where 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 everything changed i mean there have been wars before but this is like you say it had the mechanical side of it so it had weapons of of just mass ability to you know take out a mass amount of people in one go rather than the sort of like muskets and swords and knives and stuff that we were used to prior to that um but yeah no so i mean it's a fantastic subject I'm, I'm a lover of history so that's why I kind of i gravitate to your band it's it's like you guys iron maiden things like that that kind of have this this touch on his, history or mythological events and things like that and and um world war one like I say i mean being being from this area of europe as well it's it's kind of it is there there are many monuments everywhere there are many museums there are many um sort of like places you can go and 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 read about this or see pictures of and things like that and um which which kind of brings me on to my next subject a lovely little segue there um you have uh involvement with actually one of the museums uh in hartlepool uh true the, uh the hugh battery museum um i've got written here um and you help raise some money to save it as well do you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah i mean when when we are you know deciding to do an album about world war one we are we're looking massively like what is going on in the world like what other topics are it about this is there anybody else working on something yeah. similar you know we do a lot of different research and uh, along the way there we we come up with uh, this museum asking for funds to continue operate and we're like hey uh, 
that's not fair. So we thought, okay, we we can do something. I mean, we often get asked questions if we can help here or there. Um, and um, it just felt so right to do it. Uh, uh, the timing yeah. of the album. And when we saw it, we felt like we want, if we can, we we, we should put a little bit of assistance here yeah no i mean that i mean that's awesome i mean i I love that kind of thing i mean a band of of your um size like giving back you know to 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 something that is obviously means a lot to you guys as well i mean the, the topics you guys sing about write about um you know and and things like that 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 um, a moment like this where something comes along and and you know requires help and and you're there to give it which is fantastic it was also so. very emotional i mean the then diane uh i remember when when we were speaking and she came uh, <laughs> actually wearing the 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 leather pants and it was like oh all right she's like i haven't worn this since since i was a kid like uh, i was going to the festivals and metal gigs yeah uh because i've been so like uh how to say so casual in my life the past years and i haven't been exposed to metal and then metal comes to my aid yeah so of course i'm back to the roots and that was so you know it was a very emotional part of the story i think no that's absolutely that's i mean that that's the power of music right there as well like you know how you can sort of maybe move away from something from your youth and come back to it and it comes back or it comes back to you and that's that's the key with a lot of like you know any any kind of art form i think is is it can go around what goes around comes around basically in a nice way <laughs> not in the mm. bad karma way yeah. um but no that's absolutely fantastic i mean you guys are up there tomorrow as well um as of recording this i should say um and you're there to, you're going to do a bit of promo from there which is great give it a bit of more publicity as well um which is an absolutely love great thing to do i mean like i said i'm a lover of history i take the family out as much as they might not like it or like it <laughs> i take them to historic places around england and scotland and wales and things like that so um yeah no i'm definitely gonna pay a, a visit to this place as well uh if i'm up in the hartlepool area so um which is great um but yeah well um i mean from there what what are your guys like away from this album release? What are your guys' plans this summer? I know you probably got uh, a couple of uh, festivals lined up here and there, um, and and obviously yeah, actually the- we we just launched a, a bunch of shows today. Oh, okay, uh, so we we just uh, just a few moments ago we announced oh. some <laughs> some shows for the summer. So um, that's exciting. I mean, uh, anything that has to do with a show at the moment is exciting, of yes. course because we haven't had too much of that in the past years. So, um, and um, the summer for us is already so busy that there is no more space to fit in anything more. Um, it's a crazy summer where uh, where nobody really knows what is going on, but there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, we, uh, uh, we have moved some of our, uh, some of our shows that were supposed to happen on the, on the tour, we have moved some of them to the summer, some of them might be postponed. But yeah, um, I mean, it's, I, I, I think it's natural for anybody to understand that at the moment there is nothing more that we look for than to, to be on a big festival stage and, or, or a big stage to play in front of a lot of people. Uh, we're going to have a great warm up because we have a, in uh, in about a month from now, we start the tour in Sweden with thirty shows in Sweden in oh, a wow. row. 
yeah. uh, a pretty damn intense tour yeah. uh, that we have been looking forward to do for a long time. I mean, we're going to visit cities nobody ever heard of, basically, and, uh, and do shows. And uh, uh, it, it's pretty funny. I mean, normally... In, in regular circumstances, we do few of arenas, but this time we decided to do thirty different cities. Yeah, something quite unique, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing to do. No, that is. Unfortunately, it's going to take a while until we get to the UK. That's that's sad. We don't have anything lined up for the summer. I'm sorry for okay. that. Okay. Oh no, that's all right. That's all right. We'll catch you. Don't worry. You've been here before, so <laughs> um, we, we will come though, yeah. of course, and we are super excited because. Um, even if uh, we haven't uh, revealed or announced the upcoming touring plans, which includes the UK, we, this part of the tour is actually set. So we know that it will happen and when it will happen. So yeah. that's good, at least. Uh, it's It's been tricky like hell to, you know, every time there, there's more, you need to reschedule shows, postpone shows. It's a hell for, for us as musicians. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and it's... It's more difficult than most people understand, I think, to reschedule because at the moment there's almost no availability of venues, arenas, yeah. clubs or anything. And and it's really difficult as well for other things that people are, are less aware of. Like um, the, this summer, uh, there's a lot of artists who cannot tour because there's simply not enough tour buses. Yeah. There are no flights even. I mean, this is... Uh, how, how can you have, you know... Uh, we we know some colleagues who, who accepted that they're going to play some festivals and then they realized that they cannot play them because they simply cannot get there because there's no buses to rent and yeah. there are no flights to take. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, it's unprecedented in the, in the entertainment industry that we have seen anything like this before. Yeah. I mean, it's, it must be difficult. I mean, you're, you're like, <clears throat> you're also the band's manager still, right? Is that, mm. is that sort of thing so true like taking that on i mean I, I i did it not to the scale that you've done it <laughs> but i was in about many years ago and i managed them as well i did we were sort of all self in i did the you know a bit of publicity a bit of all that kind of stuff and i i can't imagine it especially in times like this like you say where there's nothing kind of you know there mm. there are what, what would normally be given as yeah it's going to be available for you like a bus or just a mode of transport and to find that you know let alone not being able to book a venue <laughs> but not being able to have the logistics to get there especially with a stage show like yours as well where you have a set you know um how, how does we that need a happen? lot uh, we, we we do need a lot of stuff with us and we we do bring a lot of things with us i mean the last tour that we were able to pull off before the uh, before the the world shut down mm. uh where we came to the uk and playing in london uh, at the wembley um this, uh, I mean, we, we were traveling with quite big production. We were 140 touring crew members. Wow. So um, it's a massive thing that we, we go around with. And taking from that, you know, taking 140 people with you and two months later, the world shuts down and nobody's going on tour. Anymore. Yeah. So, and, and now when we are trying to pull the team together again, uh, a lot of them have left. They have found different uh, jobs and stuff. The core crew of Sabaton is still there because we kept them... Uh, uh, we, we 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 kept them uh, uh, you know busy and on the yeah. payroll during the, the the these difficult times, and um, to ensure that when when whenever we get out of the hell 
then we we are able to to resume touring and we are able to do good shows with the real crew sound good look good the, the way that fans accept, uh, expects from us yeah but it, it's been super difficult and it's still difficult and i think that the music industry is going to take a couple of years before it actually goes back to normal mm-hmm. uh it's um it's too overcrowded. It's really complicated. I mean, if you're trying to book an arena at the moment, you have to look years in advance. Yeah. It used to be, I mean, uh, like a band like Sabaton, yes, we do book uh, our arenas quite far in advance, but they are available. Yeah. They are, it's, not, it's not like there's an issue. And if we want to add something, we can do it normally. Uh, you know, if we back three years in time and we decide, okay, we need to add one show in Germany, this region at this date, then we can find an arena. You know, if we are only six months out or something, but now you need to be two years out if you want to get anything. And even that is complicated. The summer of 2023 is already complete mess for every artist touring. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and it's not even going to allow every artist to tour in 2023. So there's going to be those that, that have to wait until 24 before they really can do proper touring again. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. And, um, uh, the result is uh, because too many uh, bands had unfortunately to postpone their tours. Yes. Yeah. And now when like it looks like the world is going to open up and I think in the summer we're going to see quite a lot of festivals and shows opening up. And uh, But you also have to face the fact basically every band in the whole world wants to go on tour at the same time. This yeah. has never happened before. No, no. Normally there are cycles and they sort of make a sort of you know accommodations for other bands or other projects and stuff like that and yeah no i can see that being an absolute nightmare um yeah. on, on that front because like you've got to look like much further ahead as well like because the like you say the venues aren't there at the moment they're they're, they're booked with everyone else so um but i've got a couple of questions left for you uh pair uh, sure. i'll let you get on because i know you got you got break coming up in a moment so um but yeah what i want to know from you um what are your three most pivotal albums in your life so not your sort of like top albums but the one you know the one that made you want to pick up a guitar the one that made you want to be in a band um what what if you could pin them to three what would those be uh okay so i i think this skid row album skid row yeah uh this this is where i wanted to be uh in a band this is the band who who the, the album and i mean this is when I started with my best friend from the childhood. And I mean, we, we were in his basement and, and in, he had the amplifiers, like, here's the bass guitar. I teach you how to play. And I played the guitar and we played along with, with the, that record so many times. And we wish we were in a band. And then we eventually started our own band. So that's kind of how, how that, that has to go in there. Other, <coughs> other real important ones. I mean, the first record I think I bought, like f- for my own money, and uh, it's, um, it, it's the number of the beast. Okay, oh, yeah, um, that one has to go in there as well. Uh, it, it was really significant, and you know, being the the only, I, I had some records before because uh, I inherited whatever my sister stopped listening to uh, so I had all kind of different color, uh, compilations and uh, and I did have uh, some Michael Jackson records and stuff like that but I think when uh, when uh, when I bought Number of the Beast it was the only rock album I had 
Okay. And uh, I, I don't know how much I listened to that. You know, I memorized everything in the booklet and I, I knew everything about the album. It was a CD though. Uh, and so that one really like, wow, I, I, I'm now a rocker because nice. I have a, a rock <laughs> album, you know, uh, one. Uh, uh, so that one is su super uh, important as well. And then I think another, I mean, to, to mention something that is important, maybe not for me starting, but really inspiring, it has to be Hammerfall's first album because oh, at yeah. the time of uh, of they releasing the Glory to the Brave, basically Sweden was all about death and black men. There was nothing melodical, and everybody was playing death and black metal, and I was I didn't like it, but I was also doing it uh, because there was nobody who wanted to hear melodic metal. Yeah. There was no interest for it. And most people wanted to be the next, uh, whatever, you know, uh, the next section or, or this. Um, and uh, it was, uh, it, it was this kind of time when it was just this music. And then Hammerfall came. And uh, I remember when my, my friend played it, and I was like, you can really do this. You can really play melodic heavy metal like power metal again, yeah. uh, and it's like wow. Then this is what we should be doing, uh, and then we we started, you know, to 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 go that way, and I, I, it, it was super important. Without nice. Hammerfall, I don't think there would be a Sabaton because I don't think that people would believe in that kind of music. Yeah, no, I mean Hammerfall, absolutely fantastic band. So that's that's awesome. I mean Iron Maiden, yeah. That's, that's so I mean, can't say anything like you know enough about them and Skid Row as well. I mean, classic, classic rock band right there. And no, three fantastic albums. I could definitely see where uh, Sabaton comes from on that front. Um, but finally, your last question. <laughs> um, uh, it's probably going to be uh, all about the band. But what are your hobbies away from Sabaton? Because obviously I know you ma manage oh, them as well. So I don't know if you have time for anything uh, else. But what else well, do you sort of get uh, to? I, I do occupy myself quite a lot with the band. And, uh, you know, it's like um, people often ask me why I, I spend so much time with the band and, you know, why don't you have any other hobbies and stuff? And it's like there is not so much need for anything else when you have one thing that fills every tag box that mm -hmm. you're looking for, you know, excitements, complications, difficulties, rewards, whatever you, you are looking for in life, I find everything in the band. So um, the, the band gives me a lot, so I don't really need that many hobbies. If I, uh, I, I do have a couple. I mean, uh, and I think that the, sometimes I, I like to just close off the world and play a little bit of video games. It, it gives peace of mind for me uh, to to not bother about the rest of the world, to just hide in, you know, yeah. hide inside of our fictionary world for a little while and 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 just occupy every part of my brain. Uh, to, to focus on you know completing tasks within a game or whatever yeah that yeah. that I would like uh, that that has to be one of my hobbies uh, I've, well, uh, then uh, yeah yeah I don't know no. I, I I do I do enjoy drinking in metal bars this okay. is uh, one of my hobbies <laughs> and uh, something I, I really like to do as much as I can um, and uh, Going to see gigs is super yeah. inspiring. Uh, to go and see other bands play, and uh, I do enjoy it so much. Uh, 
sadly the last years it hasn't been enough of that yeah but um but that's i, I like that a lot so awesome. i mean f- find me in a metal bar drinking watching bands that's well, my true environment i think sounds awesome sounds absolutely awesome <laughs> well pet thank you very much for your time i really appreciate it thank you um good luck with the album and everything i'm sure you won't need it but it's it's like i said it's fantastic everyone go get it it's on nuclear blast friday the 4th of march uh the war to end all wars and uh yeah thank you very much for your time sir thank you and have a great day have a good one man thank you bye-bye thank you bye-bye recording stopped <laughs>